0: Welcome to the Podcast, a daily show. Where well, this is what you can expect. A daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Monday through Friday uh each and every day of the work week uh eh, you know for a couple hours we sit down here and uh you listen I talk we have a good time and then that's it nothing uh, nothing major it's really difficult for me I I hate the question because I don't know why um I sh- I shouldn't um but if I meet someone new I always dread what do you do for a living It's interesting when uh, when a person hears, I guess, well, I'm a podcaster, but they just don't expect that. They would expect some old, feeble, disgusting man to say, oh, I, I'm in IT or I dig ditches or something like that. So after then, it's just, I don't like explaining it. I don't like to, even though it's an opportunity to get a new audience member, right? I hate the idea when someone says, what do you do for a living? A uh, what? I didn't hear it. A podcaster, a podcaster. Yeah, every day I sit there and I yammer on, and uh, then I, you know, sell a couple of sponsorships and hopefully sell a T-shirt or two, and then uh, it, it pays the bills. Wow. so they're all interested, and I and I hate it. I'm like, oh, fuck, Are you serious? Well, nevertheless, that's uh, that's that's what's up. Uh, the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio is where this show happens each and every day of the work week. Uh, Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. Uh, Mike Gilmoury and his lovely better half, Jennifer, are the ones that own that uh, oasis of D- DIY awesomeness. He's a degenerate gambler and a poker player. Well, that's one and the same, I guess. He's not a degenerate. He's pretty damn good at poker, I guess. He's one of these guys that... um. He like, will walk away from the poker table in Vegas with a ton of cash. And then, uh, you know, leave town. And then the folks at whatever hotel he's staying at is like, Hey, hotel casino, come on back. We'll pay for your room because they want their fucking money back. Like, fuck you. You don't get off that easily. We want you to come back. We're going to comp the room for a whole week. You sit your ass down there and you gamble. My God, Uh, talk about making me nervous. I mean, I know the rules of blackjack, kind of. Try not to go over 21, right? Remember I was at a blackjack table and I like hit when I shouldn't have hit. And I, I took someone's card that should have gotten like if I'd have done what was appropriate and not hit it would have been perfect uh for the guy next to me instead I took his car his card and and he uh he was like well I, fuck you know and then so people are getting pissed at me at the table and I was like, oh, shit it's time to go play slots video poker or something yeah I, I have no business being inside of a casino. And I think they're trying to build more casinos. I think every community in Michigan, I think all it takes is in any community to have one person of Indian descent. And then you can establish a tribe and then you can have a casino. And the light, it's a license to print money in uh, in all these different communities. And it, well, there are, it's, it happens all over the U S you know, you got a uh, reservation, which reservations that used to be the place to go if you want to see uh, drunken people and uh, uh, rundown, dilapidated uh, trailers and high crime. Now you go to the reservation to see palatial casinos, and everybody is just has like money coming out of their pockets. There's some type of criteria if uh, your lineage is. A certain percentage of Native American, you then get casino cheddar, so all the people on the re- on the reservation get a ton of cash, and you know that's it. That's the way it goes, and and I think that that's that's kind of uh, it's kind of cool. I mean, here you got people who were basically uh, uh, you know uh, run out of town and and treated poorly years ago, so. You know, this is even better than, what do they call them, reparations? You know how, like, reparations, uh, uh, slavery happens, so we're going to give you X amount of money because your ancestors suffered. You know that whole deal. Even better, instead of a one-time fee, just build a casino. You could have casinos built for all Native Americans and all black people. So in any black person neighborhood, you could have a casino there, and then the Indians... The Native Americans, they could have their all oh, they could all have their own. Well, they already do have their casinos. And then there you go. Casino wars. Let them slug it out as to what casino you want to go to. I'm going to the Native American casinos because they they now they have a head start on this. They they're they're building like stages at all of these. So you can go and see your favorite classic rock band, like 38 Special and uh Mountain. Well, lead singer mountains dead but who cares nowadays all you no one remembers when the lead singer dies because all you remember is the music so you just put a sound alike in there and no one knows the difference no one they show up at the casino you walk through the casino to get to the stage to hear 38 special sing fantasy girl and then the next thing you know you're broke You've spent all your money at the casino. You lose your home. Your wife leaves you. Your kids hate you. Uh, you drink too much. You p- put your car into a wall, and then you're dead. Easy peasy. No problem. Right? All right. little ADHD going on heavily today. A little going on heavily. Yeah, that's right. So, okay. Uh, this show, each and every day, right here. Uh, I've got an audience right now on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, Twitch and YouTube for you folks on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. I'm going to cut the cord before too long. I'm going to leave you in the lurch. I'm going to say, enjoy the rest of your day because I want you to sign up on Twitch. And I don't want, I'm trying to get you to do that. And I don't want you to miss any of the show. So what you need to do is go to twitch.tv slash Eric live. And then you will be able to check out the show. Without interruption. So just go there. Sign up. Takes you two seconds. Hit the follow button. Boom. You're good. If you are following, that's cool. Thank you. You know, when I go live and then there's an extra step you can do, you click where it says sign up for free with Twitch prime. Okay. If you have an Amazon prime account, a lot of people do, you can sign up every month. You have to do it each month. Sorry about that. From your desktop or your laptop. Uh, for Twitch prime, and then you get your subscribed and that's a little bit, that's even better because now during the show, you won't get commercial interruption. Amazon throws in these annoying commercials on the video stream that I have no control over. Uh, so there you go. Sign up and then you can get that. If you don't have Amazon prime, no big deal. Um, if you, you don't have to do this, it's totally up to you. It, it'll cost you five bucks. And uh, then you can get it uninterrupted. All right. Or if not, no big deal. If you don't mind the commercials, that's cool too. Just uh, put up with those. And then uh, off you go. All right. Rumor is you can also do it from your phone. I've heard conflicting reports on that. Try it. Good luck. All right. Now all that boring shit is out of the way. Uh, yesterday at the Eric Zane Show podcast household, um, things are still going well in keeping um, Pooh Bear happy. You know, um, we yanked out those stumps, which 30 years of root growth in these stumps. They're actual trees that I had cut down, but I hadn't removed the stumps because it's kind of like a white trash setting here at this house. I'm, a, I'm a, a homeowner association guy. I'm a white trash dude living in a homeowner association zone. All right? So only a white trash scumbag like me would cut down the trees and then leave the stumps there. Most people would remove them right away, but not me. We're talking two years so bad that I even uh, put fresh wood chips from Oath Keeper's mulch supply, um, Matt Hubbard, Around, around the stump for like the last couple of years. Like, hey, let's make this stump look nice. And then all the suckers grow out of it and have to trim them. It's just shit. So finally, Dinah says, you, could you possibly please remove those stumps? So I, I started digging. And uh, as I talked to you about, I, I, uh, my buddy Kyle, not the child rapist, the guy painting the basement, he uh, pulled them out. And uh, now they're sitting there. And my neighbor's like, oh, fuck. Now the stumps are these, this giant root ball and, and and root network with clay attached to it is going to stay there forever. So now I talked to you about how my neighbors, the Alleluia's. Uh, okay. I think they are in on the fact that we're white trash losers. And I think uh, Mr. Alleluia, um, Brian, Brian, All right, he realizes that the only way these stumps are going to be removed is if somebody helps Eric. Now, this is probably, again, these are the sweetest people in the whole uh, neighborhood. I'm telling you. Now, yes, I do have moments where uh, mom, hallelujah, uh, will be. Give me a snide comment here and there, a little passive-aggressive, which annoys the hell out of me, and then I respond in a passive-aggressive way. But it, otherwise, we're good. He gets home from work. He's a principal. and uh, He sees the dumpster because dumpster divers. I've been putting shit in the dumpster all damn day, and i got to put these stumps in the dumpster somehow. So uh, that's like the last thing to do, and I hear it. You're going to need help with those stumps. And I go, oh, yes, 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 I am. I go, bring some Dutch power over here. All right. So, uh, sets the stuff down. I get ready and, uh, we go to move it. And he goes, this is a three man job. It's 500 pounds. Not even kidding you. Almost as much as Kyler. So, um, and there's like metal around the root ball because they, you know, it was, it was to hold the the dirt intact when they put it in like 30 years ago. It's still, they're all rusted. It's going to like poke us in the skin. We're going to get a tetanus shot. And then Matt on the other side, my other neighbor, he sees it and he goes, Hey, you guys want you, you want to help? And I was like, Oh yes, man. It's a big testosterone festival. So now I wouldn't have had the wherewithal to come up with this. I've got this, uh, 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 what do you call it? A wheelbarrow. They, these guys tip it on its side so that the opening where you put the dirt and shit in the wheelbarrow is now, is now facing the side of this giant stump. And we just kind of, one guy uh, controls the wheelbarrow while the other two push it. And we just tip it into the wheelbarrow. So now it's in there. And the thing is it's, it's struggling though. It's packed, you know, and I'm thinking that the wheelbarrow is going to just break. Um, so one guy holds one of the handles. The other guy holds the other handle. And then Brian, Hallelujah, is pushing it. It took three men moving the wheelbarrow to get this fucking thing to the entrance of the dumpster. We just tipped it in there and it just funk. Oh my God. Same thing. Other one, same deal. No prop. Well, it was heavy as shit. These guys worked their asses off. I appreciate them so much. And then. You know, all the while I'm thinking, and here I am making cracks about my neighbors on a regular basis. What an asshole I am. We got it done. Bad day for money. Oh, oh shit. No matter what you do, a lot of you who, uh, you know, well, we all work for a living. And, and uh, if you have a, a workplace 401k and, you know, you put a little bit into it each month, you, you, you work your ass off every single uh, week or every other week to see how much leaves the paycheck and goes to your nest egg. Do not today. I uh, Hope you didn't do it yesterday. Go into your little 401k.com or whatever uh, um, uh, servicing company that uses it through your workplace, or maybe you have an individual retirement account. Do not look at how much it took a shit yesterday. Ugly. Um, I went so far because I don't have a 401k. Um, You know, I just give them, it's an individual retirement account. Uh, and, and, And what I do is I'll log in. And I have to put the money out of my pocket into it. And uh, you know, I, that's how self-employed you have to do this to save your money for when you get old. Um, I don't have the luxury of a 401k anymore, so I got to do it myself. Um, so when I get extra money, I, I send it off there and then the guy who manages it does whatever the fuck he does with it. And, uh, it's, it's in the shitter. It's, it's taken a huge hit. So, um, What do I do now? I had, I'm not kidding you. This is how basic I am with this. And you might laugh, but I'm telling you this fucking works. Anytime I get even a few bucks, I put it in there. Okay. So when I had the other day, I had a bunch of cans to return and this is the process. Now, please trust me. This works. Um, I go and I return cans. And it was $12 in bottles and cans because the NFK drinks beer all the time. The bank is directly across the street. Like, green dollars. I then go to the customer service. I give them the things. They give me $12.80. I keep the $0.80 in my pocket. I go to the ATM. I put the money actually into the bank, into the ATM. I go into the parking lot of the bank, pull over, and then I log on. And then I'm going to... Take that $12 and invest it. And I do this all the time. If you were to look at the money I've ever put in, you'll see 8 bucks here, 15 here, 50 bucks, And that's the way I save money. And I do it a lot. So if I can counter any extra money, I put it in there. Now, when you log into the fucking thing, it shows you your balance. I do not want to see that right now because it's bloody. So what I have to do is like I'll log in and I'll cover this portion of the screen that's going to show me the shit show. So then I'm I'm actually my, my wife goes what are you doing? I go I don't want to see that. So and that's important because if I see it I'm going to have a fucking anxiety attack right there because well like the Nasdaq's down 30% this year. We're talking about uh, uh, huge losses and it's going to mess with your mind. Now I'm just telling you, it's going to rebound. No one says it like that. It's going to rebound. No one says rebound. What a dick. So I'm holding up the phone or the phone's like, I got my hand over it, And then it says transfer money and I hit transfer. And then I I know that the screen will go to a different screen and I won't see the dollar amount. So that I'll lift my hand off and go, okay, great from this account into this account, $12. Uh, submit, hit the fucking button, log out, put the phone away. Don't look at it. Oh, I haven't and uh, don't want to. It will come back. It always does. Just relax. This is. These are words. I am not kidding you. If you were to look up Warren Buffett advice or something like that, Warren Buffett, one of the richest people on the planet says, on these when it gets like this, do not look at your bottom line. Just it's going to pass. Out of sight out of mind. You don't know it, you aren't aware. You have no idea how good or bad it is. Leave it alone. That actually goes for when it goes well too. Cuz then you get cocky as shit and you go, "Well, let's just go buy something." Eh? Take it easy, motherfucker. That's right. Sound financial advice from your old pal Eric Zane, who once bought a house with student loan money. It worked. Needed a home. Uh, so cryptocurrency out of you thought it was bad with your 401k, it's really bad for all these cocky fucks who had all their money in crypto. Uh. Bitcoin was the big the big uh, sucker. It, uh, it one Bitcoin is now worth $23,000. It's an absolute meltdown. You know, at one point in uh, recent history, I think it was like $60,000. So now I don't know. I don't have enough skill in this to tell you why these sell-offs are happening. People are nervous about their money and that contributes to the drop. So when people sell off their, their Bitcoin and sell off their uh, uh, stocks and things like that and their, whatever their uh, investments are, it not okay. Cause they're like, Oh boy, it's volatile. I'm getting out that, that has a uh, snowballs effect on the market. So don't touch your shit. Don't touch it, man. Because if you are like my I'm 51, if I'm going to get out of the game entirely and stop earning at, let's just say 67 years old, this is probably going to happen like three or four more times by the time it's like I'm ready to uh, pull up stakes and stop earning and just live off of what I've saved. Hopefully. Okay. Um, so this is, uh, in the long term a little, uh, a blip. Not a big deal. Yes, we're into a bear market. Yes, we may see an official recession. Uh, but all you have to do, the only thing you can do, is sit there and do what you dummies do. And that is blame Joe Biden. Which is not fair in any way, shape, or form. Not fair. And I know that me saying that as you are, you're all like, uh, let's go fire this off. I'm going to say this, and this is what's right. I, I still, no matter what you tell me, do not believe that there is one button in the White House that says suffer. What the gay guy say? Uh, what's his name? Pete Budge. Pete Budge. Isn't he the energy secretary now? Uh, Pete Buddy Edgy something. Pete Butt. That would be weird if the gay guy's name was Pete Butt. It's Buttigieg. He said, there's not a butt in the White House that says high gas prices. Give me a break. I'll tell you what's caused all of this. The pandemic. The pandemic, supply chain issues, the war. Okay? It all contributes. It's not one man's fault. However... Um, this this could very well cost Biden the election. When it's all said and done, I don't know if he will survive this. We're what, two years away? So you got to figure that we're going to start seeing some candidates come out of the woodwork before too long. And um, God knows what they're going to run on. But I would say this is a big, a big thing to run on. Now, whether or not Biden has anything to do with it, if you are a candidate who wants his job, lie. Just say it's all his fault and then make shit up. And most Americans are stupid and will believe that. And then they will vote against Joe Biden and then he will lose the election. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter, I believe. So that's what's up. Uh, I think today it's looking a little bit better because what they call futures, Dow futures and things like that, uh, indicate a bit of a bounce back today. Also, though, Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, not so much. It might continue to melt down. Now, most people who do this for a living invest money will tell you that if you had all of your money uh, wrapped up in crypto, that's stupid to begin with because you've got all your money wrapped up in crypto. The word I'm guessing that is uh, being used is you should have, quote, diversified, which you probably didn't, so too bad. Hope you learned something. All right. So that's uh, that's the Eric Zane Show podcast financial report. Um, on the gas front, I figured out a way to save money, and this is probably something that uh, the whole world has already done, and I'm just now getting on board. But I've heard about it for some time there is an app and there's probably more than one of these apps. And this one is called upside and this is not a commercial. Um, but I've heard that you can save money on gas. So, I mean, who isn't looking to do that right now? And this is really fantastic if you stick to it. So the way it works is this, and I did this yesterday. If you're getting uh, well, hell you should do this every time you take your car out. Because like, if I click on the upside app, um, it's going to tell me the closest and ho- closest gas station, and how much you will save. And it rotates; it's constantly evolving. Like I might have one that's two miles away that's saving me ten cents a gallon, and I have one that's five miles away that's eighteen cents a gallon. Hmm, now I have to decide: is it worth it to go the extra miles? Maybe, maybe not. You have to figure that out. But like uh, the one that I did end up going to, I happened to be driving by there, and it didn't wasn't any uh, any miles out of my way. It was right there, so it had it. It was listed at eighteen cents off per gallon. So what was uh, uh, five twelve a gallon was four ninety four, and the app tells me that. And the offer only stays open for uh, a finite amount of time. Did you like how I worked the word finite in there? Oh my God, I'm on fire. Um, So you then have to click claim. And then once you click claim, you've got a, again, finite amount of time to go there and actually buy the gas. If it expires, you don't get it for that rate. So um, I pulled in, I hit claim, and then I bought the gas for 512 a gallon. Then it says, upload receipt. I'm sitting there in the car. I got the receipt. I set it down on the center console thing. Uh, it says, uh, access your phone. Yes. You hold it over there. Click it. it. It says, are these things visible? Location. Yes. Price per gallon. Yes. Octane. Yes. Uh, money spent. Yes. You hit submit, and it says, all right, thank you. You'll get your money in a day or two. And then it, uh, well... Uh, 18 cents a gallon and I put nine gallons in. So that's what a dollar 62 goes into the account. You can buy up to 50 gallons of gas. So if I had the motor home there and I had done that, that would have been $9. Um, there's a couple of other things that, uh, that you have to keep in mind. But for the most part, when you get the damn fucking gas, you get the money back and then, You, when you want to cash it out, you just hit a button and it's, you've connected your bank account. It goes right in your bank. So now what's Eric going to do when that money is available? Let's say I've saved up 10 bucks. I hit transfer and then I'm going to open up the uh, retirement and cover up the screen and send it to that guy. Don't spend the fucking shit. You don't go and buy vape stuff, dick. You you give the money to uh the investor to put your money away and save it. And then on days like yesterday, you lose it all, but it's gonna come back. You still own the stock and the mutuals and the fund. It's just its value is lower. It doesn't disappear. It's just worth shit. And it'll go up. I hope you've enjoyed this sage financial advice from your old pal Eric Zane. And that is uh, how we're rolling today. My God. I tell you what, uh, it is going to be absolutely blistering hot, like oppressive hot today. I don't think I'll leave the house. Um, Thank God Joe Martinez came and um, uh, updated their uh, tuned up the freaking uh, air conditioning. Holy shit. Going to be 95 degrees today with a heat index of like 104 or something like that. Absolutely ridiculous. Good luck out there. And it's coming out east. There was um a, uh, what do they call it? A derecho that blew through southern Michigan. Not us, but uh, yesterday. And uh, all sorts of damage. Shit show. My God. All right. Thank you so much to the folks who've watched on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. I must let you go, though. Again, go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. And then you can check out the show. Okay, but I'm going to cut you loose now. Thank you. All right. They're gone. As always, for you all, uh, download the show wherever you download audio podcasts. Eric Zane Show. I appreciate that. Okay. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by my friends at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Uh, Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And Frank Fuss brings you the YouTube channel, my Policy Shop Insurance. Very good. Hey, email me whenever you want to get a message to me. That is the really the only way, unless you have my cell phone number, you can text me. I don't care about that. Uh, reach out to me, Eric at EricZaneshow.com on the Shoreliner's striping inbox. Got an email yesterday from Rob V. Concerning my discussion about confession and the Catholic Church, Rob writes, Eric Zane, from one continually lapsing Catholic to another, I feel you on your confession and sin conversation from today. Good stuff, and I'm glad you openly talk about these types of things on your show. Uh, yeah, you know, I never thought about that. That uh, there would be that that's relatable. Well, of course it is. We're all we're all absolute sinners. I'm glad that it uh, it had that effect on you. He says, and I'm also glad you were wearing a shirt that prominently displays the Upper Peninsula on it today. Divine intervention, indeed. Well, that wasn't by that wasn't planning that. I was I didn't plan that. That was my Harbor Humane T-shirt. Rock on, Rob. Then I did voice to text, and instead of saying, thanks, Rob, for some reason it heard, thanks, Vander Ark. As usual, I appreciate the support. We are all far from perfect. Vander Ark. The only thing Vander Ark is Brian Vander Ark, the uh, uh, perpetually handsome lead singer of the Verve Pipe. All right. Uh, Yesterday, it was uh, mile repeats at the YMCA for your old fat-ass pal, Eric Zane, who weighed in yesterday at Uh, 177.8. I I don't know if I did myself any favors, though, yesterday, because after the mile repeats and the weightlifting, I went home, and it was leftover taco bar day. Um, So four or five fajitas. Followed up by uh, a bunch of wheat thins and guacamole. Followed up by two bowls of rais- uh, crunchy raisin bran. That's a load. I think the dinner was two two thousand 2,2400 calories alone. I'm pretty sure. That neighborhood... However, I did not eat up until that point for the day. Nothing. I don't think that this is any type of way to lose weight, though, or get in shape. Don't eat all day. Work out and then uh, absolutely pig out right before bedtime. And I'm not kidding you. I, I took the last bite of food at like 9.15, and then put it all away, and then, well, time for bed. Uh, however, mile repeats crushed it. Uh, first mile repeat, 7.39, 7 minutes, 39 seconds. Two-minute recovery. 7.28 for number two. I need to be at 7.17, and I need to be able to do that like six or seven mile repeats. I'm doing two mile repeats at about at the pace you just heard. So I'm not there time-wise, and it's going to take a while to build up the strength to be able to do that many of them. But I think right now I'm better off than I was one year ago when I was challenging Mike Ball to do this. I think I'm actually uh, in a better spot, and I took that momentum from the workout and then uh, inserted that into the massive amount of food that I ate when I was done. I still have not mastered the ability to shut that down. Oh, God. Horrible. Horrible. I would love it if you'd sign up for my Patreon. This show gets done. I've got smarter than a former drug dealer trivia with Dale coming up at um, 1030. He's taking on... Nah, was he taking on Jason K. In uh, trivia, Dale uh, coming to us from North Carolina. He's on a trip with his family. Appreciate him taking the time to do that. I'll post that on Patreon. And then the Patreon bonus podcast happens after that. So a lot going on. Podcast day, not done. If you need more stuff to listen to and you like me, you'll love the Patreon. It is supported 100% uh, by the audience. There are no ads in it. It's just us, uh, me, talking. Um, while I'm at it, yesterday I failed to uh, upload... The Lost Zane Recordings. I'll get that up today. Day got kind of long because I was uh, doing stuff for my wife and us. Working on the house. All right. Patreon.com slash Eric saying, I'd love it if you sign up. Five or ten bucks a month. And if you want to, um, each, if you like it, I would just try it for one month. If you like it, then convert it to a yearly and save yourself 10%. That's the way to do it. Sign up for one year. And then it's also cool because if you sign up for a full year and then like a child, you get butt hurt and quit because I hurt your feelings, then I still keep your money. So that's cool. I should do that all the time. Uh, Thank you. Anyway, my policy shop insurance. Thank you so much to uh, my friend Frank Fuss, buyinsurancehere.com. If uh, you need... Uh, health insurance you got to get it on the marketplace if you're self-employed or your employer doesn't offer insurance or you're between jobs it's quite simple to do this all you need to do is reach out to frank fuss 616-914-4070 call or text and frank will guide you through the process every step of the way his services are free Doesn't cost you anything to utilize Frank and then you will have insurance for your family. I cannot stress this enough. Um, Gone are the days when you like put your hands in the air and say, I guess I can't can't get insurance. I guess my health uh, care is just going to decline. No, no, no. It doesn't work like that. Okay. Reach out to Frank Fuss and he will take care of everything. Please mention my name. Doesn't matter where you are, by the way. Um, thanks again to Full House Comedy, Big Dick Donnie Veltman. And I, I still have not yet been able to get a hold of this guy uh, about how it went with D. Ray Davis and Donnell Rawlings. And I don't know, maybe he's at the end of a rope or something because he was sweating it that he wasn't going to get anybody to show up for the show at the Froenthal Theater in Muskegon. But uh, I don't know. This weekend fellow by the name of norm nixon jr i wonder if he's related to norm nixon the nba player from the la lakers i'll look that up on my own time i don't want to bore you with it now he looks like him norm nixon jr is going to be at the grand rapids comedy club rockford corner bar on uh thursday and then uh he is going to be oh that's an 8 p.m show grand rapids comedy club Part of Creston Brewing, seven PM Friday and nine thirty Friday, Saturday, back at the Grand Rapids Comedy Club for two shows as well, seven and nine thirty next week. Bobcat Goldthway, Calvin Evans, got to be in town. Jesus, we got three shows. We got Bobcat, Calvin Evans, and then it says here, uh, Full House Comedy presents the Hodge. Twins at the Wealthy Theater. Uh Uh-oh. And I see they're holding an American flag. That means they're racist. Wait, they're black dudes. How's that going to work? The Hodge Twins, also known as the... Okay, but they're definitely conservative. The conservative twins. Oh, you patriots are going to love these guys. Because... This is how it works to the Patriot, uh, audience members. Whenever there's a black guy doing conservative stuff, this is how you react. See, it's true. Even the black guy says so. So there you go. Go see the Hodge twins in, uh, uh, next week. Uh, political commentary, commentary duo consisting of twins. This actually would probably be very, uh, Entertaining twins, Kevin Hodge and Keith Hodge. The twins started out as YouTubers, but in 2016, branched out to live stand-up comedy shows as well. You can see them live. I'd love to talk to these guys. Wealthy street theater. Part of me thinks that black guys who do all this shit, this conservative stuff, are just doing it to make money. That They don't really feel that way. All right. So that's what's up. At, uh, FullHouseComedy.com. Okay. Where the hell am I? Got an update on, um, what happened in, uh, Idaho, Coeur Idaho. Where, if you recall, you know, it was, uh, the, the big gay pride event going on, which... I'm planning on attending the gay pride event in Grand Rapids going on uh, this weekend. But um, in Coeur Idaho, the white nationalist group Patriot Fu- uh, front showed up on the scene in a U U-Haul, wearing masks. They had riot shields and shin guards and not much else. And uh, the the cops found out about it. They were tipped off because someone at a gas station said, I saw, you know, these guys all in the back of the thing. And so a uh, person put two and two together and said, yeah, yeah, here we go. This is a problem. All 31 were arrested. All 31 made bail. It's just a simple misdemeanor charge. No big deal. Uh, probably the worst thing is the humiliation. You know, I mean, I don't know what you expected the police to do. They were... Uh, they hit these guys with a uh, uh, rioting charge, suspicion of rioting. They might even beat the rap. I mean, honestly, um, if you're, yes, these are stupid idiots, but um, if they have a good lawyer, uh, I don't know. I mean, yes, there's evidence that they're ready for a riot, but I don't think, like if I walked around outside holding the shield with my face covered up, and a, uh, a t-shirt that says back the blue and reclaim America. And I have shin guards on. Uh, I don't think... I mean, it just might be the way I want to dress. You could probably get away with that. I'm guessing that's what these morons are going to do to try to beat the rap. And it's, again, just a misdemeanor charge. Not a big deal. Um, but now the cops who we're in the, um, like there's pictures of these guys on their knees with their hands behind their back, getting arrested with this charge. And some internet sleuths have seen the faces of the cops that were there doing their job. And, um, the internet sleuths are getting, uh, you know, comparing, um, Oh shit. We just had an issue. Peter they're figuring out who is who. And now the police are saying that they have received death threats since making the arrests. Cordelina police chief Lee white spoke to reporters Monday saying that his department has fielded about 149 calls in the aftermath. He said about 50% of the calls have been praised from the community. That sounds about right. 50% of the country says, Hey, good job getting these bums off the street. And the other 50% are saying, oh, fuck you. Uh, The other 50% who are completely anonymous, do not reveal who they are, want nothing more than to scream and yell at us and use some really choice words, uh, offer death threats against myself and other members of the police department merely for doing our jobs. Uh, Those people obviously remain anonymous. Officers have also received threats of doxing, a practice in which someone publishes personal information such as phone numbers or addresses online. The majority of the threats being made appear to be from outside the Cordelline community. A 911 caller reported seeing a, quote, little army of people in masks with shields in a U-Haul truck on Saturday. Responding officers stopped the vehicle about 10 minutes later and 31 people in similar attire were arrested. This was the group that formed... Because of the Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville, which turned deadly. Uh, This is how it looked. So all it took was um, basically these images of these losers in handcuffs. And then everybody freaked out and said, let's go and uh, threaten the cops. I mean, this was not satisfying. I mean, for me all these guys on their knees uh, with their heads being at that level if one of the cops accidentally just started swinging his uh, flashlight or his baton as hard as he he could he could have a seriously fun game of racist whack-a-mole you know, I mean and if you're a black guy if you saw that That is going a long way to ending racism. Because here we are in 2022, and though it's a lot better than it was 50, 60 years ago, it's still terrible for our black brothers and sisters. So if you take the white nationalist group, and then the chief goes up to one of the cops and says, hey, I want you to kick all these guys' ass right now. Okay, and then, you know, that would go a long way into making black people feel better about themselves that the white guys got their asses kicked because let's be honest here. These white guys were going to go fuck up the pride parade and all they got was zip tied and mug and they're released the next day. A black guy, if he's at the pride parade and he's eating an ice cream cone, Half an hour later, there's a pretty good chance he's dead. So, you know, I think we need to level the playing field to some degree here and start beating the fuck out of these white nationalists. Okay? So, there you go. That's that's my two cents on this. And then, you know, perhaps the cops have a reason to have people threaten them, not just arresting them. Why? Why the fuck? These white snowflakes... These 50% of the people that call the police, they didn't do it. I mean, they didn't get their asses kicked or anything. So, you know, I don't know. I think the cops need to do a better job of recklessly beating the shit out of these people like Ramsey Bolton tortures people on Game of Thrones, you know, sick some dogs on them. Uh, I don't know, shoot one of them in the back of the head for no reason, uh, uh, tase them. Uh, I don't know, And be creative with it, have fun, spread your wings and fly. That's what they should do. That's just my two cents, my opinion, I realize. Uh, but the Patriot uh, uh, front is a hate group. So who gives a fuck? Now, you don't have to make this your opinion. You have, well, no, you actually should because it's right. But I understand that, I mean, I'm entitled to my opinion. And you are entitled to your yours. And I respect your wrong opinion about this. So there you go. That's my two cents and all that. Moving on. I cannot believe I missed this earlier. Kiss on stage, Antwerp, Belgium. Somehow it got off the rails and the band forgot where they were. The, the voice track keeps playing, and Paul is not on the microphone. It is a total lip sync fail. They're playing Detroit Rock City, the song that I parodied back on the old Free Bear and Hot Wing show. Everybody's going to beat their meat! This is how it unfolded. By the way, just this, these basic rock guy movements, these old fucks. This is embarrassing. So did you see that? Paul looked to his right uh, at Gene, and he's like, where we at, Gene? I have no idea where we are, and it's fucking song. And and Gene's just like, I don't know. You're the lead singer, you fucking asshole. Figure this shit out. Look at Paul is like, I have no idea where I'm at right now. And then all of a sudden, shit starts blowing up. (laughs) They don't even uh, uh, try to make this middle guy uh, uh, not look like Ace Fraley. Which is so GD insulting. This van sucks so much dick. It's unbelievable. God, is that embarrassing. Okay, almost as embarrassing. Still embarrassing, but not as embarrassing, I guess is Ace Fraley. Um, Ace, he uh, chirped a little bit at KISS the next night performing that song at the Palladium in New York City. There's Ace talking. You can hear like 18 people there. This one's a great song written by Mr. Paul Stanley. Okay, so he's getting ready. Paul wrote this song. By the way, we don't use tapes. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, we don't use tapes. He's, he's dating himself. Uh, back he, we don't. We don't lip sync is what he should have said. We don't use tapes. This other dude starts cracking up.
1: This one's a great song written by Mr. Paul Stanley. By the way, we don't use tapes.
0: Ah, <laughs> yes, that's fucking great. Now, if you, uh, for years, Ace has wanted to join them on stage and be part of the band again, and he, he, what, the problem was, uh, Ace would consistently rejoin the band and then he'd get shit-faced and drunk and it'd be a, a complete travesty and then gene oh, i'm kicking you out again so they, they 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 still love the guy but he continually fucks up so he can't be part of the band anymore so that's why he's not in the band so i don't know if there's bad blood but it's definitely that's hilarious anyway
1: this one's about a uh, city in the Midwest. On Lake Michigan. It's called
0: Detroit, Rock City. All right, hold on, Uh, Ace. What the fuck? This is a song about a city in the Midwest on Lake Michigan. Come on, man. No, it's not. It's not even. It's on the complete opposite side of the state where Lake Michigan is. The only thing that's on Lake Michigan is. Uh, Grand Rapids and uh, MAGA hats that's it there's nothing and, peop, and Dutch people there's, there's no Detroit on by Lake Michigan Detroit is by you know Lake Erie Lake Ontario Lake St. Clair I would just say on the Detroit River that's the only thing you can possibly say
1: anyway this one's about a uh, city in the middle. Like Michigan. No! Oh. Detroit Rock City
0: Okay, now we're gonna watch these four idiots. Watch how ridiculously shitty this is. All the, the stupid choreograph. Look at him. There's no need for four guitars here. All you need is the drummer and one guitar. Okay, so Ace doesn't sing. Thank God, too. He's just over here in his stupid cowboy boots with his Les Paul playing one chord. This is embarrassing. All right. So that's what's up. We know that Detroit is not on Lake Michigan. We know that both those uh band suck dick and uh and that's the end of it i i honestly believe that if you gave instruments to random zaniacs in an hour well no 3 hours they could uh figure out how to play that fucking song all right it's that it's that shitty All right. So ace kiss the war continues this next clip that I have for you. And by the way, if you are listening to the audio podcast, as always, I urge you, I know I talk about video, but I I try to make it as funny as possible um, and describe it as best I can. If you ever need to see the video of what I'm describing, it is in the show notes of the audio podcast. 99% of the time, sometimes I fail to do it or I fuck up or I forget or something like that. But in a pinch you can always just search it and find it and this next one you're gonna want to see because it's horrible this is like this next clip that i have for you is kind of like um you know like when you see a car accident okay you you want to look It it's very very hard not to look i mean who hasn't done that now what i'm about to show you is uh Well, it's a fucking human rights violation because I'm sure that this uh, is something that happens in these shithole countries, as Donald Trump likes to say. By the way, of all the things Trump said, that is probably the best thing he's ever said. When he referred to shitty countries as shithole countries. Okay, There there were things that I liked about Trump, and that was one of them. When, he, when people said, yeah, what do you think about this? Oh, uh, yeah, it's a fucking shithole country. I was all about that one. Trump could have been a great president. I believe that. All right. What's going on here in the country of Uzbekistan, which these look like Asian people. I didn't know that Uzbekistan was an Asian country. I thought it was like Kazakhstan or something like that. So I was a little confused. But what's going on here in this clip is this dude just got married. This this bride and groom just got married, okay? And um so what's going to take place here is I guess part of the tradition is they they play a game. It's like a game where they're doing something with their hands. It almost looks like they're doing the fucking hand-jive or something like that. Very strange. And um, while that is going, uh, they're, they're trying to complete some type of task to see who gets done first. Might be a tradition in that part of the world. No idea. Everybody's shooting video, having a good old time. Beautiful, lovely bride. Maid of honor next to the bride. Groom, best man. All right? The bride wins. This guy does not like that. Watch this. This is going to trigger some of you. Uh, I'm not even kidding. This is not good. (laughs) Holy fuck. Here we go. (laughs) She did it. He doesn't like that. Oh, no. Okay. He just hit the shit out of her. What a... Why isn't this motherfucker stomping this son of a bitch out? Oh. Fucking A. He just hit her in the back of the head because he lost the fucking game. Oh. This is worse than some of my overreactions, maybe. And then this asshole starts laughing because he hit his wife. (laughs) And she 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 goes. Look, I won, and then he puts up his like. No, yeah, well, I I won too. I, yeah, I I got it done too. And no one gives a shit. I mean, let let everyone's like, come on, let's go do the hokey pokey and drink. And he goes, no, I'm gonna ruin the wedding. There you go. Yeah, take that, bitch. Aww. Oh my god, this fucking idiot's laughing. I guess this is like this is par for the course. Look at him. Look at this fucking idiot. And then the maid of honor is trying to help the bride. Bride's upset now. (laughs) Wedding ruined. Life ruined. Everything's over. (laughs) Mom comes up. So bad. Okay, so you know this is about the 8 millionth time this guy's done that. If he's so comfortable to strike her that hard in the back of the head... In front of people, you know that this is a regular occurrence. What a cock. Now, is this hilarious? Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. But it's also the most terrible thing in the world. Oh, oh, you fucking asshole. God damn it. Come on, man. I take it back. I can't even say it's hilarious because then everybody's going to hate me. It's just bad. Someone needs to shoot this guy dead. And then this fucking idiot laughing. He needs to be shot too. They both need to be shot. He's having a great time. He thinks this is so fucking funny. And look at this dude, tough guy with his look on his face. Holy shit. This is like the worst. Oh, that's your, that's your, idiot that's your asshole of the day, idiot of the day. That's your asshole of the day right there. Asian dude who hit his wife. Oh my God. So terrible. Ooh. My God. Uh, according to the article. Uh, no one stopped him. No one tried to defend her. An observer tweeted Sunday while calling for advocates against violence, targeting women and girls to investigate. Oh yeah. What, what, what's that going to do in Uzbekistan? You're going to like fly to Uzbekistan and say, yeah, I'm here to investigate what happened to that bride. And by the way, she's stunning too. What a, what a pretty lady and this fucking idiot. Oh. Mm, mm, mm. They described it as a, a competition between the two. 30-second clip. She uh, uh, beating her beloved in the at the game, prompting her to raise her hand that she had won. Crowd then started to cheer briefly as the MC praised the bride before the groom bashed her in the hand, or bashed her in the head. Guests quickly fell silent. It's crazy though; the music kept playing. You know, everybody, no one really, uh, no one really gave a shit. Uh, the start of a new family day one of marital bliss one tweet read i hope she has the sense to leave his sorry ass because it gets worse from there i don't think she can this strikes me as the type of abusive relationship where you know if you leave if i can't have you no one can have you and then she's you know face down others were upset that the woman didn't defend herself well i'm gonna give her a break because she's probably been abused her whole life from first her father and then by uh, uh this guy you sick Fuck. Oh, my God. Is this terrible? That just is a, seems horrible to me. Um, it, it's moments like this. That it's like... If, if we were the only nuclear power on the planet... Okay? If the United States was the only nuclear power... And let's go back to when uh, the Manhattan Project... And then no other nation had developed nuclear weapons. We could have single-handedly prevented moments like this from happening because all it would take was, let's say, in this alternate timeline, uh, we had never, ever bombed any other nation other than Japan. And we just had to occasionally go, ah, 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 don't do that or you know what's happening and people go oh oh, sorry US no problem you would not have any issues in the world speak softly and carry a big stick who said that uh it was a president was it JFK FDR was it FDR or Teddy was it Teddy I don't know one of the Roosevelt's some motherfucker said, yeah, speak softly and carry a big, a big stick. And what that meant was, don't say shit and you just beat the shit out of them. And then people will uh, get in line really fucking quick. So if no other nation had nuclear capabilities, if uh, the president of the United States saw that this happened and then um, he says, okay, I want this guy shot dead. And I want her to shoot him dead, and then the nation says, "No, nah, fuck you, U.S. You you can't tell." us. Ah, ah, ah. Oh oh, oh. They go, "Now nah, fuck you!" And then we blow them up. We blow up the country. Okay, now Uzbekistan is glass. All right, and then for another 100 years, until people decide uh, to get out of line again, that you know, this is this is way the way we keep. Uh, a piece in our time is us having the only nation with nuclear weapons. It's too bad that some asshole snuck the plans out. And uh, I don't know, maybe they didn't sneak the plans out. Maybe they just had really smart people in Russia too that came up with the concept of a nuclear bomb. I don't even know. I'd have to look that up. How did it in fact get to a point where The United States said, who who had it first? It had to be the U.S., right? I'll have to look that up. How did all the other countries become nuclear superpowers? But my God, that was ugly. Okay. I mentioned Joe Martinez earlier on the show. A and E, heating and cooling. Today might be a little bit of a weird day for you at A and E Heating and Cooling. I see you HVAC seventy one. Um because it's gonna be hot as hell and somebody's stupid uh, uh uh AC is gonna go out, man. And if that's the case, you're gonna you, you know what you can do? You can really you can charge like five times the amount and people are gonna pay it a little uh business tip from your old pal eric zane uh if that happens do you reach out to joe martinez 616-516-8579 a and e heating and cooling if you need an ac tune-up and you should have done that you really should have you can still get it done though 79 79 bucks is all that it costs 616-516-8579 If you need a new AC unit, they will install the number one rated brand of AC units in the world today, the Comfort Maker. And the Comfort Maker is very selective on who they have installing their uh, machinery. They don't just let anybody do that, okay? Um, You have to prove that you have the smarts, the know-how to do it, to handle their uh, upper echelon equipment. Joe Martinez has done that, him and his crew. 616-516-8579. Go ahead and get estimates from the, the, the four assholes with their annoying mom. Go ahead and get an estimate from um, the, the bald guy that rips you off and snaps his fingers. Go ahead and get your estimates from those losers. And then uh, call on Joe Martinez. He will beat them. The Mario Flores Lakeshore Team of Van Dyke Mortgage. You in the market for a mortgage? Well, you know, you can get a loan and get out of paying rent to what's-his-face. You should not be paying what's-his-face's mortgage. You you should be paying your own mortgage. Okay? Now, I'm talking directly to the person who has uh, bankruptcy in their past. Ooh, there is a Hornet. And it is large. Oh, hell. Okay. That is alarming to your old pal, Zane. He is directly above me right now. You know, everybody says if you don't screw with them, they won't mess with you. I'm going to go and open a window to give this sweet gentleman. Oh, my God. A path out of here. Come on, man. Come on. You're all hoping he flies into the camera shot. He's dancing around the light. He is about one inch long. That is a large beast. Motherfucker. Okay, hang on. My God. Uh, I've been stung by one of those bald-faced bald face hornets before. It is not a picnic. All right. I got my eye on you, motherfucker. Uh, where was I? Okay. (laughs) So stupid. Um, if you're listening to the audio podcast, that will all have been clipped out, all that silence. Stupid. Um, get a mortgage from Mario, 231-332-6505. Now, you know, uh, I talk about that portion of the audience, people who might be looking to get out of paying rent, um, Some of you, you know, have no issues with your credit. You haven't experienced bankruptcy. You haven't experienced a divorce or anything like that. Or if you're, you know, sometimes not that great with money, that does lower your credit score. Uh, Not all mortgage people are created equal. The person who's getting that mortgage is not going to be getting a $600,000 house. A lot of mortgage people only want to work with someone who's buying a $600,000 house. Not Mario. He works with everyone. Okay. Reach out to Mario today, 616, pardon me, 231 332 6505. He will help you navigate this. He'll work with uh, anyone anywhere in the U.S., with the exception of um, Alaska. Wait a minute. Hawaii, South Carolina, Maine, and Alaska. Sorry, I almost screwed that up. I don't know where my brain is today. An update. For you on um, that uh, viral video of the boxer, who this is like the third time we've talked about this, and the South African uh, Boxing Federation or, or, or whatever it was, um, punches the he was dominating the fight. Punches the dude, dude falls through the ring. It's a knockdown. Uh, they 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 count him eight standing eight count. Guy gets up. Ref says to the dude, "All right, time to fight again." And a guy starts swinging at nothing, at a ghost. And the ref goes, "Uh oh, his brain just, uh, you know, turned to meatloaf. We need to stop the fight." Thank God he did. The other guy cheered like, "Hey, I won the fight! I won the fight!" He had he hadn't even hit the guy the whole damn fight, but um, he ended up getting credit for the win. And the other guy, he fell into a coma. His brain was, he had a brain bleed. They don't know how it happened. They said it could have been leading up to the fight. They don't know. He died. He died. And, um, which is just unbelievable. Um, also though, it does kind of remind you that it's a little insane that, uh, combat sports even exist. the the risk involved for in a in a, in a sport where it's your you' it, it's important to bash the other guy's brains in is really when you take a step back from it when you take a step back from the yeah get him, and actually go okay these guys are putting themselves in absolutely real peril it's a little shocking. I think you have to be a little bit you know a little crazy to box or do MMA you know and in the olden days for MMA I mean nowadays it's it's highly regulated but there were days in the old school MMA when you know anything went you there were there was like no rules you could do the the fucking most uh, barroom brawl back alley shit ghetto motherfucking shit you could possibly think of uh it's really fucked up to me but if i see a crazy knockout yes i am gonna watch that i used to love watching boxing i i've never really gotten into mma i watch the highlights here and there but even but that kind of makes me cringe you know i can't it's just a little too much for me i'm kind of a pussy well anyway back to the story the dude who won the fight, um, he is. Uh, bad things are happening to him. He says he's going to kill himself. Uh, first of all, the guy who died, Simiso Butalezi, he's the one who died. His opponent is, oh boy, I, I it's nearly impossible for me to pronounce it. Let's just say his opponent. Uh, everybody is, is telling is is coming after him and blaming him for this. And it's like blaming him for this. He didn't even touch the guy, the whole fight, he was getting his ass kicked. This dude right here, um, the whole fight, he was, uh, he didn't even lay a glove on the guy who died and he got credit for the win. And now people are coming out of the woodwork and saying that they're going to kill him. He says, I just can't take it anymore. I want to kill myself. He's been stressed out since the fight, which intensified after Butelezzi died. Several days later, he stated that people have been attacking him and have branded me a killer. The boxer told Soweto is a uh, country. In, or, yeah, that's a... So wait, South Africa is a country. Soweto is part of South Africa. The boxer told Sowettin live about his experience since the boxing match. He won by TKO as a result of Butelezzi's condition. I came under heavy criticism and insults on social media platforms when Butelezzi was hospitalized. It was taken another level now that he has passed away. He says he's thinking about killing himself. I just can't take it anymore. One thing is left for me. I am going to kill myself. Wow. Jesus The 27-year-old boxer said, even my neighbors have posted very ugly messages about me on social media. I am no longer safe. I did not kill Butelezzi. Well, Jesus, dude, quit looking at social media. We may have been involved in a boxing match, but it was not a matter of life and death. I would think most people that aren't idiots would realize that. He also said, all I wanted to do was win the title, which maybe was going to help change my life and that of my family. Winning that title was going to help me financially. Well, congrats, you won. But people have branded me a killer. It could have been me. According to CBS News In the viral video, Butelezzi, uh, as we talked about, swinging at nothing. Um, The other guy, I think it's, I say, Montagua was given the victory via TKO. And then uh, Boutelezi later died. Jesus, man. Fucking. Just, uh. Don't look at it. You gotta, you got like, tell people to fuck off. Don't just, like, kill yourself just because people are saying bad things about you. You know? I get that every damn day of the week. Every single day. I get it. You know, just, I'm gonna kill myself. What the fuck, dude? You're a boxer. You're supposed to be tough. Hang on. I need something to drink. All right, moving on. An Oregon woman is sentenced to life in prison for murdering her husband. What's crazy about this is that she's a writer, and the title of one of her books is How to Murder Your Husband. She will spend the rest of her life behind bars. Um, Nancy Crampton Brophy is sentenced to life in prison for fatally shoes, shooting her husband, shooting, shooting her husband Daniel Brophy in 2018. An Oregon jury last month deliberated for two days before finding guilty in one count of second degree murder with a gun and her husband's death Out of the terms of the sentence, she'll be eligible for parole in in 25 years. So she's going to die in prison prior to handing down the sentence, I bet she's hoping that she, uh, uh instead would have wrote a book, uh, how to take it in the ass because that would have been, uh, uh, perfect. Cause she would have taken it in the ass and not spent life in prison. Prior to handing down the sentence, Judge Romras looked on as several members of Daniel Brophy's family read victim impact statements. You are a monster, and I'm ashamed that I have to admit to my children that people like you walk among us undetected, said uh, Daniel Brophy's son, Nathan Stillwater. You lived in the shadow of a great human being. You opted to lie, cheat, steal, defraud, and ultimately kill the man that was your biggest fan you were to borrow from your catalog, The Wrong Wife. I guess she wrote another book called The Wrong Wife. Boy, Jesus, every book she has is about her. The Wrong Wife, How to Murder Your Husband. Uh, how about one called I'm Going to Get Raped in Prison by a Bull Dyke Bitch. These are all things she could have written about. The two, of, two of those three are true. Linda Perez, a, a student at the Oregon Culinary Institute, where Daniel worked to address the court. Perez reportedly performed CPR on Daniel after a group of students and faculty on June 18, 2018 found him on a kitchen floor suffering two gunshot wounds to his chest. Oh, my God. So uh, that's it. After all, if the murder is supposed to set me free, I certainly don't want to spend any time in jail, she wrote. And let me clearly say for the record, I don't like jumpsuits and orange isn't my color. So she's the snarky bitch who's going to pay the price for a long period of time. My God. Testifying in her own defense, Crampton Brophy said that she and her husband had purchased a Glock 9mm as well as a ghost gun kit together, but they later came to regret their purchases. She claimed... They quickly stored the Glock and never completed the ghost gun. Daniel was killed with a nine millimeter Glock. Jesus. All right. So she'll be spending the rest of her time in prison and hopefully writing another book. That would be I tell you what. If if uh if she has fans who like her books and she wrote The Wrong Wife and How to Murder Your Husband, and she both those things are true. In prison, she could write another book and probably continue to make a ton of money if she isn't sued civilly so that all the money goes to the victims, which would probably make sense. My God. All right. Thanks again to the Kent County Health Department. Uh, Being able to talk about their initiatives with you is fantastic. So this is what I'd like you to do. Go to accesskent.com health. Now, uh, personal services is where you click if you are, uh, in, well, looking to get a, uh, tested for HIV. And I know that's pretty weird to say, but this is, uh, awareness month and very, very important, uh, for you. If you think perhaps you had been exposed some way, shape or form, there's obviously a few ways to get exposed, but if that, uh, has happened to you and, uh, you want some support on that rather quickly, reach out to my friends at the Kent County health department all right in addition when you go to that website dot slash health you can click where it says wick and you can also click where it says immunizations for your little ones uh that is all free for you if you qualify get what they want those kids immunized before they go back to school for all those important things measles mumps rubella whooping cough pertussis holy crap meningitis um cell the cervical cancer a vaccine that is out and uh, 100% effective in preventing cervical cancer. All very, very important. Not to mention the WIC program. Get on the WIC program. If you can't feed your kids or you can't feed yourself, you pay into it. You might as well take advantage of it. Uh, Accessken.com slash health. Thank you. While we're at it, Gift of Life Michigan, I want you to do one of two things. If you're out of state, out of the great state of Michigan, Go to registerme.org, okay? Fill out the form, and you are then an organ donor. It's that simple. This is binding. It's legal. That's all you have to do. That's all I'm asking you to do if you're within the sound of my voice. If you are with uh, within the state of Michigan, G-O-L-M obviously stands for Gift of Life Michigan. G-O-L-M.org. Fill out the form, and you are then registered to be an organ Donor. Okay. Do not go anywhere. Your old pal Eric has to tinkle. Okay? Thank you. Be right back. All right. All right. They say you want a revolution. Well, you know, we all want to change the world. So when you talk about destruction, don't you know that you can count me out? And you know it's going to be all right. And you know it's going to be... Okay, enough. Enough. There is a trend going on at Disney World where... um. People who think they're hot go into the park showing tits with the goal of getting dress coded to get free shit. So you're, you're, you pay your money, you get into the park and then someone there says, oops, I'm sorry. You're showing too much titty uh you need to change your attire follow me and then the uh person who works at disney i think they're called cast members walks to the nearest gift shop picks up a t-shirt and gives it to the person and says you need to put this on immediately uh, go into the dressing room and put this on and then you're free to enjoy the park and they don't charge you. They like give you the fucking shirt up to $50. Now they have a license to print money there. If you think about it, um, the amount of uh, cost to get into the place, I think it's like a couple hundred bucks per. So that's sweet but it's remarkable to me that they would i mean it, it makes sense you know you walk into there and if they say you sorry you can't uh you can't stay here they're going to kick you out they got to refund the money so they're losing money because nowadays most chicks uh nowadays they 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 walk in nearly nude showing tons of titty uh that's just the way it is you know um if you ever want to go to well you know like this weekend for pride when we go down there it's got to be all you're going to see is 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 dick and and titty uh and and the, and the ones who have the dick they don't want that dick anymore and the ones who have and they want the titties and the ones who have the titties they don't want their titties anymore they want dick so it's all just a hodgepodge of unwanted genitals uh that are you know, flying around and, and people are very, very uh, quick to show them. I actually need to reach out to the Queen of the Forest and ask her about that. Uh, that Pride event. I'm, I'm wondering if we should call on the gays and, uh, and do like a, 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 a gay hangout event. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm Good hey i wanted to run something by you today oh boy what's going on saturday
1: uh saturday i have to work
0: uh-huh in the morning what time do you work till uh
1: let me think 8 45 to 1 i think
0: what do you think about going down to that pride event you are no i'm asking you what do you think about it you know something to do go hang out with the gays why not yeah yeah but you know um so maybe we should call rico and jeremy
1: yeah maybe they can take us on a tour
0: yeah all their all their all the gay hot spots and things like that (laughs) sounds good so you know there's been um some concern because uh pissed off white guys are are showing up at the gay pride events and acting like assholes
1: Well, that's
0: rude. Yeah, that happened in uh, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Uh, 31 uh, guys with shields and masks, you know, being tough guys and stuff like that. Um, Because
1: they're closed-minded assholes? I I don't
0: know. Yeah, I guess that's what they're thinking. Um, So they don't like that. So, um, you know, they they wanted to raise hell. They got got busted. But, uh, yeah, we can uh, go do all things gay. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Okay, maybe maybe we'll do the. Cause there's got to be like some place to hang out, some things to eat. Maybe we can go uh, go to Rumors Nightclub and and shake our ass or something. Well, yeah, I can shake my ass with the best of them. I know you can, and you've been working yeah. on that too.
1: <laughs> I have.
0: Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, so yesterday was big for us. We uh, we loaded up that dumpster. Okay. Yes. And I, I, I finished think, my yard work. Yes. I think that uh as a couple we have really turned the corner on uh on on doing work together. We've become a power couple kind of like. Yeah. Yeah, we make a good team. Yep, yep. You feel good about that now. Um I know that uh Stefan Hyde is supposed to come over and look at the front of the house. Yeah. You know? When's
1: he gonna do that?
0: I don't know. He's I guarantee you he's hearing these words either live or recorded later on. And um You know, he said this week, but he's got to, you know, I mean, it's what have you done? First, he agreed to it, but he still isn't here, which means that he's going to lose Pooh Bear points if he's not careful.
1: This is true because he knows the deadline, right? He knows when we have to have it done by, right? June
0: 25, June 25.
1: Yeah. I'll tell him to get his
0: ass over Uh, here then. Hey, I'm with you. We're on the same page. Okay. Okay.
1: Stephen, I mean Stephen, not Stephen. Get your ass. Yeah, over don't me. call
0: him Stephen. It's Stephan. S T E P H A N. Stephan. Stephan,
1: not Stephen.
0: Correct. Got it. Yes. Got it. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Love you. Sounds good. Yeah. I'll see ya. Say bye. Okay, Bye. Uh, she. Um, we got these trees in the front of the house that are so unruly. You. I'm not kidding you. It. The one is it touches the shingles and it's, it's destroying the shingles and and causing all this shit to go in the gutters. And it's, it's way hanging over the front of the, it's terrible. And then the other one is the same way right in the front of the house. And, uh, she called a tree trimmer. You know how much an hour it is to get a tree trimmer? $550 an hour for tree trimming. And they bring all the shit to like get rid of the waste, you know, the wood chipper. And they bring, um, like a, like the, uh, the lift and like a three man crew. And, uh, he, it, for a second when he said it, he goes, yeah, it's five fifteen an hour. I go, Oh, that's great. <laughs> I thought he, I thought it was like $5 and 50 cents an hour. And he goes, no, no, it's $550 an hour. Oh, oh fuck me. Uh how, how many hours? He goes, uh, at least two. Like, holy fuck. Five fifty an hour. Fuck me. He goes, that's cheap. That is cheap. You go to a real community where it's like, you know, whatever. Chicago Metro, it's ten fifty an hour. The oh, fuck? Five fifty an hour? Shit fuck. Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, back to the story about too much uh, tit at Disney. So these chicks are um, uh, TikTokers. Again, um, these are chicks who think they're hot. Young women go into Disney, show off their titties. They get a free shirt. And then they uh, post about it on TikTok. Here you go. This is a chick who thinks she's hot, number one. New
1: Disney hack. Um, If you're wearing a shirt that shows a little underboob, they'll write you a ticket when you first enter Magic Kingdom. I'm not sure about the other parks. But um, they'll write you a ticket so you can get a free shirt at the nearest gift shop. I just got a $75 T-shirt just because I was wearing a shirt that was exposing my underboob a little bit. So, yeah, if you want free Disney shirts, that's the hack. Okay, but it's so cute. And if it's free, it's for me. Thank you, Disney.
0: Oh, God. Uh, you know, look at her. Look at this chick. Those ridiculous nails. Uh, 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 smiling so beautifully at herself. God. Here's another one. pretty in the
1: face, but she's super deep. Oh. I'm just banging with my dick. <laughs>
0: Okay, here goes another one this chick
1: guys. It happened Uh,
0: guys. It happened my size A's as you can see I'm clearly showing them.
1: I got dress coded at Disney and I was told to leave or get a shirt. So now we're getting a shirt
0: Okay, great nice Congratulations So when you go to Disney next time, if any of you go to Disney show your titties, show your penis, you can get a free shirt. And I wonder if, if that is true. If a guy actually, you know, if you see some dude who's wearing cutoffs from, uh, you know, Nuego, Michigan, and you can see his, his balls hanging out of the bottom of his shorts if they will actually sell him a pair of pants. Or they'll probably just kick him out of the park. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I have for you another hot chick who is sleeping with her students. I think, I think she is. This lady from, uh, she's a Virginia teacher. There's the mug shot. Pretty hot, 32 years old look of distress on her face like she just had a bad day it's because that's a mug shot here's what here's how it uh, an English teacher at a high school in Yorktown Virginia allegedly began an illicit relationship with a student in late 2021 the headline reads Virginia teacher charge and it says with taking indecent liberties with a child Police think there may be more victims. All right. According to a brief press release issued late last week by the uh, sheriff's office, Kristen McAllister, hey, your boy, as do McAllister, allegedly engaged in an ongoing and inappropriate relationship with an underage student. Okay, now I need more specifics here. I need to know, first of all, if it was a boy or a girl. I need to know the age of the student. Because if it's a 17-year-old, that is the absolute best thing possible. Because the 17-year-old can be called a victim in name only. If it's a 17-year-old dude. And that's very good. Um, because if still a minor, though man-like, you know, um, you can be getting sweet, uh, old cougar poon and still sue the school for millions of dollars. That is, uh, what happened to Ville Falau, who was the victim in air quotes to, um, Mary Kay Latorno. And um she, you know, that that whole thing happened. Uh and then she, she ended up going to prison. They they get together after prison, have kid they, they had kids before she went to prison. It was incredible. And then he sued the school and he's worth millions of dollars. And then you know what happened? When she got old and shitty, um he dumped her. Because he's still a young dude with millions and He's got this old piece, and who the hell wants to hit that? And then she died. So, I mean, talk about a charmed life for Ville Falau. Um, I mean, making serious, serious mega moves in his life. He has made every correct decision. Every decision has been correct by Ville Falau. So, I give that guy a ton of credit. So, what's going on here? They don't say I need more info. This relationship began in 2021. The uh, sheriff's office received a report of an inappropriate relationship between a teacher and students. Uh, Noting that the investigation continues. The English teacher who worked at Tab High School in Yorktown was charged with two felony counts of taking indecent liberties with a child by a person in a custodial or supervisory relationship with two misdemeanor accounts of contributing to the delinquency of a minor. She has not answered pleas to the charges and was released on bond. Hmm. Tab High School. What did they say? York what? Yorktown. Well, I got to try that. Tab High School. Yorktown, Virginia. Okay. Well, it's June 14th. I doubt they're in school now. But you never know. Maybe I can get a janitor who might spill the beans for us. All right. I better block this one. This is going to go nowhere.
1: in here hello
0: oh hi is this hi? T- yeah, hello there is this tab high school
1: this is tab high school who is this i'm talking to It sounds somebody's supposed to, are you here in the building N-
0: no no god no 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 ma'am i am this, not
1: this is so. Weird. the call i'm sorry i should have been, I didn't answer it more formally because according to what my phone showed it was in the building here, so I thought there was somebody working. Uh, so well okay. let me start again. Good morning, Cab High School.
0: Oh, there we go. <laughs> now it's all fixed. Yes. I was so thrown that off. So weird. I thought I was calling is- like my mother or something.
1: That was so weird. Yeah, I thought somebody in here was being very formal. But okay, well, little phone glitch, but all right, we'll keep going. No problem, no <laughs> well, problem. How can I help you?
0: Uh janitorial services, please.
1: All right. Let me see. Uh, With that, would this be um, for products? Yes. Yes. Okay. Then what I am going to do is I'm going to connect you over to our school board office because that is all handled over there. Yeah. So uh yeah, and uh so let me connect you yeah. and when uh, the receptionist there answers, just um yeah. let her know and she'll connect you to the right person, okay?
0: You know what's interesting is uh this is Stu McAllister, My cousin uh Kristen works there. Do you know her?
1: oh lovely lovely yes oh my gosh so where are you calling from are you in the area here oh yeah yeah i
0: work here in, in yorktown
1: oh my gosh that's so weird well
0: small world isn't it how is she doing i haven't talked to her in months
1: well gosh you
0: know everybody bailed out of here so <laughs>
1: you know, that's all i know everybody took off oh so. yeah but every, yeah. It, it, it was a everybody was everybody did well this year she's
0: a handful though Good i year. tell you what you gotta Uh-oh. you gotta keep your eye on her she is a she is a spitfire
1: oh yeah, absolutely love her love her love her right. absolutely oh yeah so,
0: tell me about it yes well
1: goodness well here i'll tell you what sir let me connect you over to the school board office so we can see if we can, they can do any business
0: for oh, you yeah, okay well, hey it was good talking to you thank you
1: and you too uh, sir please hold while i transfer you
0: yes ma'am thank you thank you I don't know what to do now. That all kind of just came to me. This is going to be a dead end, I can tell. She rolled with it because she knows that Kristen McAllister has had her mouth. You
1: have reached County School Division. The receptionist is currently assisting. Mouth on a, on a
0: child's ding dong or mouth on a child's vagina. I would say that's a success. That actually was a success. She either is rolling with it and and is just like, oh boy, I, because she's got to know. I mean, it's that school, you know. It's in this story is in People Magazine for fuck's sake. Holy shit! <laughs> oh my god! All right, I love making those phone calls. They're always so much fun trying to weasel my way in with someone. All right. Blue Frost IT. Excuse me. (coughs) Excuse me. Jeez. The managed IT service provider for the Eric Show podcast. Key supporter of the show. Well, they all are. I mean, let's be honest here. Blue Frost IT. If your company is looking to upgrade the tech and you are in the West Michigan area, do yourself a favor, and don't do this alone. Have their expertise at your back-end call. Sit down with Alan from Blue Frost about how you are want to upgrade your business, and he's going to say, well, tell me a little bit about your business. So he'll spend a little time with you. You're going to figure out what's up, and off you go. 616 285 That's 616 285 for Blue Frost IT. Uh, when it comes to amsoil products there's only one place to get those and that is jm synthetics Uh, if you're a diy pro get all the lubrication you could possibly handle at jm synthetics purchase your products online or over the phone there's a phone number right there when you figure out what you want reach out to jason mays at 616-747-0233 tell them what you want next thing you know it's at your door And you're good to go. J.M. Synthetics. Online at jmsynthetics.com. The asshole of the day. Brought to you by the aforementioned J.M. Synthetics. And TC Paintball. Paintball War number 19 happens Sunday the 26th. Please reach out, eric at ericzancho.com or respond to the Facebook invite event uh, uh, announcement that you are attending. Otherwise, I have to reach out to you individually, and that's a pain in the ass. Uh, your asshole of the day has got to be the uh, Uzbekistan groom. Uzbeki groom. What an asshole. Oh, God. it's so sad. And that is my time for this the 14th of june 2022 you all are awesome want to see you on patreon supported 100 by you thank you so much patreon.com slash eric zane till next time folks have a good one bye-bye